You're listening to the Give Me Five podcast, episode Sorta of entertaining show about Sometimes. some pretty entertaining things. Uh, this is a side A episode, so we're gonna do a lot of reviews of stuff that just came out, except for one thing which Rob just found. So for him, it just came out. Uh, we're gonna talk about pop culture, entertainment news. We're gonna talk about Florida. Fuck that place, and whatever else caught our eye this week. My name is Leshy, the Demon of the Forest, and I am joined by Lempo, the God of Love and Fertility. Peace, oh. man. Oh. And Agrat Malat, the queen of demons and the sacred angel of prostitution. The name sounds more badass than the description. Yeah. These are all real. The the uh, oh. one that Jimmy, I was looking up demon names. I was going to try to do a quiz, but I ran out of time. But that uh, demon, uh, the one that you are, is actually a, a Hebrew uh, right. demon. And uh, is the sacred angel of prostitution because apparently was born uh, from a prostitute. So anyway. All right. Yeah. Cool. Now this week we are going to talk about Eli. Just a guy named Eli. Yep. Just, just dude. Yeah. Ted not Lasso. Denzel Washington. It's not the book of Eli. Uh, we're going to talk about Ted Lasso. Also just a dude. Yep. And three jokers. Uh, technically dudes. three dudes yeah yep so this is a review show as always guys if we are talking about something that you haven't seen read or listened to yet and you don't want spoilers we don't want emails you should probably just skip ahead and come back later we'll try to avoid any major twists but hey no guarantees <laughs> So I know there's a couple of things out, well, uh, a couple of things that made the news. What, what happened? Breaking news. Breaking news. Guys, the Umbrella Academy has been renewed for season three at Netflix. Now, that is in news that you thought you knew, I guess, because that didn't really come as much as a surprise to me. I, yeah. I would be surprised if it wasn't renewed. Yeah. You know, when I, I saw this headline, I, I said to myself that it took that long. Um, Greg, I, I wanted to ask you a question regarding the Umbrella Academy. Yeah. Um, as far as the books are concerned, mm -hmm. right? They are over, right? As far as I know. Okay. Uh, season one was definitely book one. Season two was definitely book two. Like all of it. Okay. And how many books? Uh, I will find out in a moment. Okay, because I'm wondering if you put them up against the books, are we heading into what might be the last season of Umbrella Academy, or might there be a couple of more? Dun, dun, dun. I'm having some computer slowdown issues here, but let's see. Because 
You know what happens. Well, let's see here. We got volume one. I don't one know what happens. Greg, uh, there I, are... will, I will cut you. Well, let's see. Uh, volume one is the Apocalypse Suite, which makes sense. Volume two is called Dallas. I don't even want to know what the next ones are called. Okay, so there's three and four. Okay. Uh, and a bunch of short stories. Okay. All right. I was just wondering, you know, if they were going to try and extend it beyond the life of the comics or or not. But, uh, guys, well, actually, uh, volume four isn't even out yet. Uh, it was announced in July of 2020. Really? Yeah. Mm. Okay. So it could still go beyond that. Yeah. I guess Excellent. we'll have to see. Your favorite dysfunctional family will return to Netflix, uh, hopefully sooner than later. Yes. But it's probably going to be later. Volume four is called Giant Shit Demon Kills Everybody. Was that a spoiler? That sounds awesome. Well, there you go. That's how it ends. <laughs> Who else has some news? Well, I guess I can do some news here. Go, girl. <laughs> uh, Johnny Depp is going to be out of Fantastic Beasts Volume 3. Really? Now, there was... Oh, we no. have talked. We have talked about this several times, uh, where there was an accusation that Johnny Depp beat his wife, and then it came out that he had had cameras in his house the whole time, and she was really hitting him. But... I, we're not, I'm not entirely sure how the British court system works, but the son had called him a wife beater. He sued them and then recently The son lost. is a, a tabloid magazine. Okay. Not not his son. Like, yeah, the son. Is, is it like tabloid like The Inquirer or it's completely fake? Uh, I, 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 I don't think it's complete. Or like the New York Post where there's some occasional facts. It's not bad boy fake. Okay. So anyway... Uh, the son said that he sued, he lost because, you know, the, the idea of wife beater, terrible, but if she's trying to hit him and he hits her back, that means that whatever they said was true. Now, uh, the first Fantastic Beast did very well. The second one did not do so well. It was uh, 800 million global box office for 654 million, which is a major, major drop off. Um, and in fact, it was the lowest... Um, amount of money that was gathered from any of the Harry Potter movies. Really? Uh, yeah. So, well, this is very like, and one of the reasons, of course, was at that time, people didn't know the facts behind this thing. So there are people that didn't go as a result. But we uh, there's also this whole other portion of this where, yes, it's Warner Brothers, but Warner Brothers is owned by AT&T. And AT&T, I believe, put their foot down and said, we got to change this out um, and make a major change to the, the direction of these shows. And I, I kind of agree. I mean, not with the, I don't care about the Johnny Depp part necessarily, mm -hmm. but I've watched Grindelwald, the Grindelwald movie so many times, like at least three or four. And like, it doesn't catch me at all. Like I still am not entirely sure what happens in it. Why'd you watch it so many times? You just try to, because I, I like that world. I like spending mm -hmm. time in that world. The, the any day it gets cold, I like to put on or like rainy. I like to put on a Harry Potter movie. Uh, like it, was cold, it was cold and rainy like a couple days ago, and we watched uh, uh, the third to last one, and then the, the two last ones. Okay, but all right. I, I mean, I'm the same way. I get that. We we've talked about you know my 
film set in Norway or, yeah, you know, polar uh, things of that nature. So I yeah. get it. Now, now the good news about all this, if there is mm-hmm. good news, uh, it is possible. Well, first of all, of course, P- Grindelwald was was played by someone else in the first movie, which was Jimmy's least favorite actor of all time. <laughs> Not my least favorite. But he's yeah. busy uh, filming. What's uh, he's Batman? filming? A, yes, he is. He's filming. He's the the penguin in Batman. Yeah. So he won't be able to take over the role. So they talked today Colin about Farrell. Call, there we go. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen is taking over the role. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen, of course, oh, is from the movie I just mentioned. Which one? The Fuller. Oh, yep, yep. And he's uh, Hannibal. Of, yep, he was Hannibal in the TV show, and of course, the evil uh, wizard in Doctor Strange. So he's awesome. He's such a great actor. So he's so good. Yeah. So I'll stick with that. Uh, can I segue into the next one, or Rob? Do you have anything? What are your thoughts on that, Rob? Do you think Matt Mickelson can do it? I, yeah, I think he, I, I was just I I hadn't heard that he was out and I was just hoping that it wasn't because of the accusations, because I thought I, I uh, had heard that he was cleared. So, I mean, he has been, but he essentially lost a, like a defamation lawsuit. Um, right. But it, it sounds like he didn't lose that in America. He lost that in Britain. Right, where where the laws may be different, I I don't they are, I don't, they are significantly different. Yeah, I don't I don't know how the laws work in Britain. I I mean, yeah, so he didn't lose that here. I don't know that I hold that against him, and I don't know that I I don't know what the requirements are for actually being able to just make shit up about people in Britain. Yeah, well, there there are way worse there. I know that much. There are petitions calling for the firing of Amber Heard for Aquaman two, and I I absolutely think she should be fired. Mm -hmm. She should one hundred percent be fired because, in my opinion, that's that's almost as bad as faking being beaten and and persecuting somebody else for some for something as horrendous as this. In my opinion, is is almost as bad as actually committing the act. It hurts on two fronts, right? It hurts the original person, but it also hurts other people's cases. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because they'll be like, "Oh, what if it's an Amber Heard situation?" Right, right, and and I I I personally feel that if you can prove that it's that it's fake and that they've they've basically made the whole thing up and it sounds like they've proved definitively that she did in fact make it up and this did not actually happen i believe the penalty should be just as stiff for somebody that they can prove falsified it or faked it or drug somebody's name through the mud because of it mm-hmm. i think the penalty should be just as stiff for the person who you know for them as it would have been for the person who would have committed the act yeah well rob I do you have any don't news disagree there, well, we, I would be remiss if we skipped over it because we uh, talked about Sean last week. Okay. Oh, Sean Connery. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We talked about Sean Connery last week. Should you form it in the, uh, should you say it in the form of a question? Who is Alex Trebek? Who is Alex Trebek? I saw a, go ahead and I'll tell you what we, I saw. This this week, Alex Trebek uh, lost his battle with uh, he had 
was it colon stage cancer? four pancreatic. pancreatic a pancreatic he had stage four pancreatic he lost his battle and has passed away i find it odd so what i think it was somebody in our discord who mentioned it that it was odd that that sean that Connor and Alex one, Trebek yeah. passed away so close to each other mm-hmm. given the uh the interactions that they that their avatars had had on saturday night live yeah. and whatnot <laughs> so they're there burt reynolds has already passed right no i don't think did you just kill burt reynolds you monster I'm pretty sure he already died uh-uh. you looking it up yeah no, september 6 2018 oh wow See, we're a little gun shy. We don't yeah. want to accidentally kill people anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a Burt Reynolds passed away, so that's pretty much most of. Hang one in of there, John kids. Williams. Dude, say <laughs> it. Playing with fucking fire. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say I saw a billboard that said "Who is Legend." Oh, nice. Trebek. So. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. I I really liked it. Was, it was really sweet. It it made me like, oh, we gotta focus on the road. I rem- <sighs> Did you Back hear in- that that they're still airing the next thirty episodes with Alex Trebek? They they yeah. had mm-hmm. they had episodes already recorded, and they're gonna go ahead and air them. I think it's like thirty or thirty four more episodes. Yeah, the final so one will- I think will be on Christmas. Oh, really? Yeah, I heard. Yeah, up until Christmas. So yeah, wow. my my family and I used to watch Jeopardy every night when we were in high school, and. I was occasionally good at it. I, I was mean, good at the Teen Jeopardy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was like, when I say I was occasionally good at it, it was above average, but not amazing. But I remember my dad being so like annoyed that I never tried out for it. I'm like, do you have any possible like? There's so many people to try out for this. He's like, oh, just send in a mail, just a self-addressed stamped envelope. You know, this is back in the day. Mm-hmm. But it was like, yeah, we used to sit there and do that, and then. And then Who Wants to Be a Millionaire came out, and I couldn't deal with how slow it was when the it would be like, you know. They'd ask the question. Uh, they'd answer one question in an episode. Yeah, it'd be like, a canine is what type of animal? And you'd be like, it's a fucking dog. Dude, come on. Like, well, I'm and they'd be like, I'm going to call a friend. And, and, they, and they have – well, I think that's part of the show, though. They're supposed to just kind of sit there and him and haw and, yeah. hmm, well, you know – I think that such and such, and I'm pretty sure that I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with with dog. Final answer, and it's like, yeah. dude, yeah, are you a moron? That should have yeah. been a final answer three seconds into the question. Yeah, let's uh, next week see Greg on the fourth round. Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I'm watching Dragon Ball Z. I think somebody <laughs> power up. Uh, uh, next week on Dragon Ball Z. Uh, what? <laughs> Guys, uh, Rob. Yes. Do Do you enjoy chicken sandwiches? I do. I do. You do. Uh, now we know, of course, what the best fried chicken sandwich is on the planet, right? Chick Fil A. No, Homecoming. I like the Homecoming sandwich way better. But oh, if you're I thought fast- we. I I thought we were going fast food. Oh, that's, fast food. Okay. That, that's why I was I because I was locked into fast food. Okay. Well. You, you enjoy chicken fried chicken sandwiches. I mean, everyone does for the most part. I mean, it, you, you don't if you're a communist, but other than that, yeah. you should. Or a vegan, or like, and even vegans. Well, they when are no one, when no one's looking. I guarantee they're chowing down on fried chicken sandwiches. But anyway, uh, no one likes. Apologize to the vegan community <laughs> on behalf of Give Me Five Podcast. Go ahead, Greg. I'm gonna find a bunch of like celery in my front yard tomorrow. 
Anyway, no one likes chicken sandwiches as much as Vanessa Lee Jones. Vanessa All Lee right. Jones. What, did she order a whole bunch of them or something? No, she's from she, Newport, Richie. Was she wearing one? No, well, she was, in, she was caught in front of a Popeye's fried chicken. Yep. Handling a, a little bit of uh, self-care. Was she, like, taking a bath or something? No, you're going to have to spell it out for me. It sounds like she was bathing in a puddle. Uh, no, she was uh, slamming the clam. She was a. She was. They don't. I, I love that euphemism. Excellent work, Greg. I don't think they have shellfish at Popeyes. <laughs> she was uh, tickling the tender, so to speak. She was. Uh, yeah, how's that? Oh. Anyway, yeah, she was uh, masturbating in front of a Popeyes, um, completely naked mm-hmm. in front of a Popeyes restaurant dumpster. Now. Okay. There's more to this story because that happened on uh, October 28th, but apparently this is a monthly thing because on September 30th, she was caught in front of a 7-Eleven doing the same thing. Mm. Wow. And that time, uh, she did it right in front of some guy and his nephew. So she must also really like Slurpees. She made him a man. Yeah, she was, uh, <laughs> she was filling up the Slurpee cup. Wow. Oh. That's I don't like <laughs> Oh my god. I don't feel good. She was uh, I will not eat another Slurpee again. She was uh getting a scratch off. <laughs> a little bit of lottery humor there. Anyway, wow. so she did Great. that uh now here's the here's the thing. Uh, 38-year-old Jones showed no sign, thank you, of being drunk or under the influence of drugs. And there's okay. actually no evidence of mental health issues. So no drugs, no drinking, just like just masturbating in horny. front of She was just horny as shit, apparently. Yeah. Uh, hey, she when was... you got to rub one out, you got to rub one out. You know what I'm yeah. saying? She was, uh, of course, arrested the second time because she had been let go the first time. Uh, she is 38 years old, and she's another one. That looks like she's well in her fifties. Like, get out of the sun, people. But, Actually, yeah. the picture. The, I will admit because I looked at I looked at the thing. The picture that I saw wasn't what I expected. The I, one picture where she's kind of looking down in a way. Yeah, I I expected her to look like some kind of meth head, whatever you know, no teeth, like prostitute kind of thing, and she looked almost normal. I I was like. There's no mental. All right, I don't. She, know she looks like someone that would live like on the other side of uh, the intercoastal, but not very close to the uh, the ocean. You know, like somewhere in those like random apartments that line mm-hmm. there. I don't know. I, a beach person, but so that is. But didn't uh, look like it? a meth head or anything, and that, that's kind of what I was expecting to see before yeah. I saw the picture. But uh, that is uh, Miss Vanessa Lee Jones. Thank you, and welcome to the Give Me Five podcast. You are this week's WTF. Yes. Welcome, welcome, and please stay away from, from me. McDonald's. So, I think it's time for our topics. Hell yeah. What do we got here? We've got three. We've got three Jokers, of course. We've got Ted Lasso, and we've got Eli. Um, both of you guys have watched Eli, right? Yes. I have, yes. So let's do... Um, 
Let's do three jokers first, then we can split it up because I have nothing to say about Eli. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So, Three Jokers is a comic book that came out uh, over the past three months, you know, maybe five weeks in between each up in each issue. Um, and it was written by Jeff Johns, uh, art by Jason Fabok or Fabok, F A B O K, and Brad and Anderson. Gioff. Yes, Gioff Johns. <laughs> And uh, this has been yes. an absolute treat for me. I have enjoyed every second of each issue. I have taken... They are nice, thick, multi-page issues. Yeah. Beautiful artwork. Mm. I have... Uh, I don't even know how many pages they are. It's not labeled, but, you know, much bigger than a regular comic. They're all stuck together. Yeah. I was... Well, I was at Popeye's earlier. And... You know, yeah. Uh, that's not mayonnaise. I love I love Popeyes. <laughs> not going to keep me from going. There's one that I go to on 436 that's just like, what's going to happen today? It's like going to the dollar theater. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like, nice. I'm just going to sit down for about 20 minutes before I get up to order. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> anyway, Three Jokers. It it's is... very true. It's, uh, like I said, three issues. Uh, they have been so good that I've definitely, I have isolated myself from anything else when I read them. I just go on the back patio um, so I can absorb all of the art. Uh, it is the story of, of course, three Jokers. And I'm, I'm trying to tell you this without uh, ruining anything. And yeah, because I'm, you're gushing over this. Yes. And uh, I, I'm like, hmm, I don't. I don't want to know. So do the best that you can. So there's, there have been different iterations of the Joker throughout the years. Like when he first came out, he was just a criminal that wore clown makeup. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, it was just because every Batman comic in the thirties and forties and whatever just had these criminals that had like themes. So that's what he was. And then he was kind of reinvented in the eighties, which of course led to the killing joke, which made him the comedian. Where he would, he was a homicidal comedian, and then it kind of there was a time period also where he was like the clown, and you're you're talking the those things where he would make like a giant funhouse that would kill people and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So this this series basically shows that it's not one person that has been more like changing his you know his his wrestling uh, theme. It is actually three people. And the overall story, without, again, screwing anything up, the overall story is they're trying to figure out when what's going on. And there are other things involved with, like, it's very hard to not spoil. Um, there's other things involved with, basically, one of them gets killed. I'm trying to figure out, like, well, would they always three of them? Well, there's your spoiler. It's the opening page, basically. Damn it, Greg. It's in the it's very early on. And that's and it's also in the description. But there's that, and then there's there's a lot of ties into the origin of Batman. And have, if you guys have read any of Jeff Johns' work, he always he's very good at showing motivation in his stories. Like he, he used to write Flash for a while and he personalized a lot of the the bad guys and that and stuff. 
but to a point of where you almost felt bad for them in some cases. Not so much with this, but there's definitely some. If this is this is a DC black issue, which is, remember we talked about that when they talked about the bat penis a couple months, like a year ago or so. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. yes, the bat penis. So this is that same thing. So it, it is more intense. And if it's canon, there's it changes a lot more of stuff. Bat penis? No bat penis. Oh, more. Or jo- or That's what we all need. Either. We all need more bat penis. We do not. <laughs> no one does. Greg no asked Joker for penis. more bat penis. I might have. Anyway, it uh, it might change some canon stuff if they keep it. I think they should because it's a very interesting story. And there's a lot of the recent sort of Joker idea. And they, they actually did this in the Lego Batman movie where the Joker wants to be like Batman's number one villain wants to be Batman's reason for existing. And they definitely do some plays on that throughout the book. Uh, I'm going to say that sounds like the storyline from the Lego Batman movie. That's what, that's what I said. Yeah. So the, uh, Oh yeah. So, and um, the artwork is very well done. The, the acting in the artwork you can actually see people's like, like facial expressions that, and you can understand what's going on. Like also in the first issue, there's a, like a multi-panel series of it's like black and white of the Joker coming home before, or I guess he's, he is the Joker at this point and he's sort of play acting with some woman. And she's like, kind of like, honey, I made you dinner and all that. But like, you can see like the tears welling in her eyes. Cause she's basically being held against her will by the Joker. It's just beautiful artwork. Um, mm. horrifying, but you can actually see the strain in the eyes. So the, I highly suggest is I'm going to check out this guy's other work. It's beautiful. So three jokers, uh, the actual hardcover, book, like combined book actually is released next week. So the three issues came out. The last one came out on Tuesday, but they are releasing the hardcover and we have the link to it in our, uh, in our show notes on gibby 5 podcastcom so you can check it out there. Excellent. Looking forward to it. Hell yeah. Now, uh, Eli me. We'll, we will Eli you, Greg. I'm going to Eli you so hard. Rob's going to Eli you. <clears throat> well, this was... I'm not exactly sure when this came out. I know it was 2019? 2018? I, I just found it on Netflix the other day, and Jen and I watched it. Uh, it's directed by Sierra and Foy. It stars Charlie Shotwell, Kelly Riley, Lily Taylor, Max Martini. Yeah, Max Martini, Katia Gomez. And it, I really don't want to spoil this because – Jimmy, you saw this, right? Yes, I did. Did, did – were you surprised by the twist? Yeah, I thought something different was going to happen. I totally thought something different was going to happen. So I really don't want to ruin the twist for you. So I'm going to do the best that I can to not spoil this. Because do it. I, I really liked the ending, and I thought it was really clever, and they did a really great job setting it up. And I thought they were going one way, and they just hit me and went a different way. But the synopsis is, is a boy is receiving treatment for his autoimmune disorder, discovers that the house he's living in isn't as safe as he thought. So it, I, the main character of the story is Eli, 
and he's essentially a boy in a bubble, right? So, and his parents have been running themselves ragged, trying to get treatment for him, trying to find anything that they can that will help him. And you can you can kind of see that as they as they play off each other as the story goes between the mom and the dad. Uh, you know what I mean, Jimmy? Paul. Uh, yes, between mom and Paul. She just calls um, him Paul, and you're like, what? What? Yeah. And they're 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 fighting a lot. You see the 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 lost love that you expect or that you kind of expect to see in these kinds of stories between between parents. How the stress of having to deal with all of this really takes its toll on their relationship, mm-hmm. and the they find this doctor who is is willing to treat their son and has cured or supposedly has cured her other patients. So they go to this doctor as a last ditch effort. They're almost broke. They don't know what to do, and the doctor brings them in, and it's all and the the doctor's house is like this. Uh, almost like this like giant her. bubble. It's it's like hermetically sealed. There's mm-hmm. a there's a, a sterilized entrance that you go through and they live in this house for, you know, a couple of days or a week or whatever and Eli goes through these really really horrendous treatments. And some sinister stuff starts to pop up and as you as you start to put it together, you're like, "Oh my god." And it's it's it and then they just flip it. Just when you think you know where it's going, they kind of flip it on your ear. Flip you on your ear. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that, Jimmy? Yes. Yeah, there's a... Super uh, verbose tonight. <laughs> <laughs> there's a... Uh, there's a conversation in there where um, it's revealed what is actually happening Whereas this whole time leading up to that, I thought uh, I thought the kid was afflicted with something else. Mm-hmm. So you're just going to have to watch it and find out exactly what it was. It now there are. Like... Mm-hmm. It sounds like you may have figured it out before I did, because I didn't really figure out what was going on. No, I I thought I thought the kid was a vampire. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. But maybe I did. I mean, maybe I did based on that conversation. There's a conversation with the mother and I'm like, oh shit. Now I I didn't quite know what Stranger Things girl was doing there. Mhm. Um there was a very cool um snarkiness. I guess from that character without revealing mm-hmm. too much that reminded me of a little bit of the uh of Billy Zane's character from the movie Demon Knight. Okay. I know that's a stretch, but just that kind of look in the eye um I really appreciated that. I thought some of the the body and, effects were really good. Good. And and honestly, I saw a lot of her character from Stranger Things in it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I was like, oh, it's Sam. Yeah. Oh, God. Name, right? hey. I think it was Max, actually. Max. It was Max. Yeah. So it's all, all in all, I would say it's definitely worth a watch. And I mean, 
we we could go a little bit more in depth, but I'm really trying not to spoil anything for you because yeah. I think you should check it out. It's it's worth a watch. It's worth your time. The and I I want to I actually want to see where the, I I want them to do a sequel. I want to see where the story goes. So if all like 100 yeah. of our Belgian <laughs> listeners uh, watch it, maybe we can push that number up. Perhaps. Yeah. I think it's worth it. I think it's. Uh... What was it on again? It's not going to scare you. Netflix. But it's, uh, it's worth it. It's a little suspenseful. Yeah, there, there's some moments. I saw I saw kids, and I just I decided not to watch it. It's not. No, well, you don't. You, you could probably deal with it just fine, Greg. Okay. Nah. I, I think he could. I, I don't think he could. I don't I, think so. I think, I think once... Once he got to the reveal, he'd be fine. I don't, I don't know. It's toned out a little, <laughs> but if it's toned out a little, then maybe. Yeah, yeah. So, is that closing it out? Are you closing out, Eli? Uh, there's not much more you can say without spoiling it. Right. Yeah. It's it's hard. Um, um I will say that I. I thought the acting was was good. The kid was really believable. There were there were definitely some really creepy scenes in the movie. Um, and and I don't know that there was any anything about this movie that really stood out that wasn't that wasn't good. You know, there wasn't they they didn't leave like at least when I was watching it the first time they didn't leave any loopholes or anything. I wasn't like now wait a minute what about this and what about this and. I I was I was engrossed for the entire movie. I I enjoyed it, and the twist surprised me. Cool. Well, great. I've, I've got something that I've been wanting to talk about for about three weeks, but it just didn't fit. Talk about it. Make <clears> it <throat> fit. I will. I will slam it in there. How much? Yeah, that's what she said. Ted Lasso. Who's that? Ted Lasso uh, was released Cowboy? in August. Welcome to the show, Ted. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, Ted Lasso was released in August. It is on Apple yes. TV, which I happen to have for one year because I got a phone and it came with my phone. Uh, it is starring Jason Sudeikis, Hannah Waddingham. Uh, do we know who Hannah Waddingham, Waddingham is? I do not, but you should. She's probably an actual. Tell us. Actually, the, she's an older. I say she's an older woman than I looked, and she's like forty six, but. Uh, she's a, a she's a beautiful British actress, but she um she played that nun that wore gray in Game of Thrones when that the one season with like the religious takeover. Um, but she's awesome. Uh, Phil Dunster, Juno Temple, and Brett Goldstein, amongst other people. The story uh, it follows a U.S. American football coach, like you know, throwing the pigskin type football. Ted Lasso heading to the UK to manage a struggling London football team in the top flight of English football. So that would be soccer. Now, isn't uh, it? Doesn't he manage Tottenham Hotspur? I think so. Okay. Now they. This is based on. No, it's Richmond. Richmond. Yeah. We all Richmond! know that Millwall is where it's at. He. Uh, this is based on a on a series of skits that Jason Sudeikis did for when the Premier League moved to NBC and they were showing it. So they did some skits with like this football guy kind of trying to understand football or talking about it like it was regular football, American football. 
and they expanded this out and yeah i uh, remember those it's kind of goofy stuff like why don't you just tackle the guy and they were like, yeah, yeah you can't do that and... so i was looking for something anything that was lighthearted and every time i saw anything about this they said it was heartwarming it was sweet it was funny uh it was an escape so i was like okay I watched one episode and I was like, this is by far one of my favorite shows of the year. And then I watched, I kept going. Couldn't like, it was one of those that like I slowed down as I got closer to the end. Cause I didn't want it to stop. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so yeah. So basically he is the, he Jason today. Cause he gets hired overseas. Now he gets hired to, to run this, this soccer team. Let's call it soccer. Uh, and after he, uh, led Wichita state, to the whatever double A championships or whatever. So he gets hired over there. Now, of course, why the hell would they hire an American football coach to coach soccer? That is because Hannah Waddingham is the owner and she had just gotten a divorce from, from her husband. And that's, she ended up with the team and the team was her husband's baby. And that's the only thing he cares about. So she wants to destroy it. So it's very much like a major league kind of situation. Mm. Uh, so she wants to destroy it. And ruin the one thing that her husband loved just to get back. Um, there are, there's of course like the young brash superstar on the team. And then there's the, the aging uh, guy who's not as fast as he used to be. That kind of thing. As uh, Roy Kent and Jamie Tart is the, uh, the brash guy. Mm-hmm. And as amongst still and, Jimmy Tart. Yes. And some, uh, of course, r- random players that, that come in, uh, there's an actress named Juno Temple. She plays Keely Jones, who is a who is the model girlfriend of the um, the br- young brash guy. She's also the kind of the, she was a model, but now she's like a marketing executive. So she's trying to get the players like sponsorships. Um, so this is the thing I like about this is he's supposed to be kind of like this folksy, dumb American coach, but he's like significantly smarter than he looks but he's like a really good dude. And his lot, like he has these little sayings are like basically dad jokes and throughout the whole show, but they really like build his character. Uh, like, let's see. Uh, okay. For example, uh, Rebecca is the owner of the team and she's trying to ruin the, the team early on. So she gets a picture of this new coach whispering something into the model girlfriend's ear and uh, the son actually is what, who does the picture. Then they want to basically cause the, the main star of the team to leave. So son is the, uh, the publication. Yes. So she's like, so I spoke to the owner of the son and Ted's like, you spoke to God. No, the newspaper that, that, you know, just like little kind of, that's like a silly one, but it's just, it's just fun. Um, Mm. And of course, there's a lot of coach speak kind of jokes. You know, do you do you believe in ghosts? Do you believe in ghosts? I do, but more importantly, I believe the ghosts need to believe in themselves. <laughs> Just little kind of little kind of fun jokes there. But the the thing I really like about this is there's not that one moment where the team like rises up against the owner, or that one moment where like, well, oh, they win, and now the you know they're gonna ruin the owner's thing you know like plan and all that stuff it's not like that it's interesting because slapper clam 
Yes. They're going to butter her, her muffin. It's more of a, the owner, the owner starts realizing what the soccer team means to the town and to the children of the town. And slowly over the season starts breaking down and it's like, what have I done? I've this poor good dude. I put him in an impossible situation and I was kind of a bitch. And it's squeak her Tupperware. Squeak her Tupperware. He says, so uh, if you are looking to get away from life news, etc., and you have access to Apple TV, Ted Lasso, uh, it's weird because they say season one and two, but it's really one season. Uh, season three was uh, was already fulfilled. Um, I've seen other podcasts talk about this. I've seen a bunch of people online talk about this, and every single people, have the, every single person, kind of has the same feeling as me. Every single people. Every single people. Uh, my current favorite. Uh, uh, what is it? My 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 current favorite uh, boyfriend character on mm. this show is uh, is the assistant coach, right. Coach Beard, uh, who uh, is just kind of a chill dude. He's just doesn't really want to be involved in anything other than coaching, and uh, it just his his reactions to having to deal with relationship problems and all that are fantastic. So highly, highly, highly suggested. Watch it. Go, go to her. Check note. out. Ted Lasso, Ted, 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 Ted Lasso on yes. Apple Ted Lasso. Ted. Check out Ted. I think that takes us to the end of the episode. I think you're right, Greg. We we may be there. Yeah. So Jimmy, what's coming up next week? I don't know. <laughs> well, you know what's coming out on Monday. What's coming out on Monday? Well, we're going to talk about the gate. Oh. Side B. I thought we were going to say Greg. (laughs) About the Greg. (laughs) Yes, Greg is coming out on Monday. Coming coming out on Monday. (laughs) All right. Uh, Monday. Episode 158, Side B. On a very special episode of Gippy 5 Podcast. (laughs) Like that episode of Ellen. We'll be talking about... The 1980s classic starring a very young Stephen Dorff. Very young. The Gate. Yes. With a special guest. And who is that? That's going to be Mr. <laughs> Joe Ballerini coming on, Joe I believe, for the Ballerini. fourth time. I think this is round four. He's a I Give Me Five four. podcast regular. He is. Like Tom Hanks in SNL. So he's going to be uh, coming on uh, for the fourth time to talk about the Babysitter's Guide to Monster Hunting, the TV show or the TV movie on Netflix, as well as to join us in talking about The Gate. And, of course, he's going to join us for the Give Me Five podcast question of the week. Hell yeah. That'll be a good time. Joe's always a lot of fun. Yes. I've been uh, texting with him rather than listening to you two. So that's that's always fun. That's probably a good use of time. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to do the contact stuff here because it looks like Jimmy has had a situation happen where he is currently not online. So if you want to contact us, you can check us out at thegetme5podcast.com. Oh, he's back. I am. Welcome back. I've Thank done you. the uh, the website, but none of the other contact stuff. You can email us directly at giveme5podcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter and the gram. 
as the cool kids call it, at Give Me Five Pod. As we love to hear from you, so send us a message. If you're interested in supporting the show at all without giving us your hard-earned money, please leave us a review on whatever podcast app you subscribe to us on. And if you'd like to buy some cool merchandise so you actually have something tangible with our logo on it, check out give me 5 podcastthreadlesscom New merchandise is always being added. And it's very cool stuff. Totally sweet 80s-style logo, too. Yes, it is. Is that all we have for 158 side A? Dude, I forgot to tell you guys this. Oh, I was looking when you asked me. To, sorry, uh, when you asked me to search earlier today to make sure that we didn't redo the question. Yeah, I googled our name with like you know questions, and someone had our logo on their Pinterest board as best podcast logos. Oh hell yeah! Shit. I could, but it was weird because it showed up in Google, and I could see it just enough in Google, like where I could read what it said. But when I clicked on it, because Pinterest is weird, I couldn't actually see yeah. who it was. Yeah, but they definitely it, they did because it it showed like some other one, and then it said, "Give me five podcast uh, art by Katie Bernier." Nice, nice, awesome, awesome. I was gonna I say, think nice less, awesome. I think it's less of a situation of them nice. finding it from us, but possibly yeah. finding it through her Pinterest. But nonetheless, they thought it was cool. So excellent. Well, guys, we'll see you on Monday. Good morning. Good afternoon and good night. the pink canoe no uh-huh. finger painting dialing the rotary phone auditioning the finger puppets that's enough greg building woman's, the igloo woman splaining yourself All getting right. lost in the deep end okay <laughs> doing a meg ryan yep girls night in okay checking the undercarriage good morning <laughs> the downstairs dj good afternoon Buttering your muffin? Oh, oh here's the motherfucker. <laughs> Diddling Miss Daisy. <laughs> and visiting the Batcave. <laughs>